Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. My name is Colin Kelly, and I'm directing director of this thing for Othello Act Three, which that made no sense whatsoever. <laughs> Who's with me today, though? Uh, Landon Bell, the other director on this. Hey. Yeah, Landon's three. Landon's officially co-director from here on out. At which point he starts to becomes actual director. So yeah. Yeah. Scary. <laughs> <laughs> So I really like this song, because when you think Shakespeare music, this kind of is usually what comes to mind. Right, folks? Why, masters, have your instruments been well, I just like it because it's Alien's music, and I can listen to his music all day, I think. True. Oh, and by, I should mention this. This is Andrew, Andrew Bundy as the first gentleman, and with him we have Christopher Gilstrap as the clown, and you barely heard Dave Morgan as Cassio. But masters, here's money for you, and the general so likes your music that he desires you, for love's sake, to make no more noise with it. Well, sir, we will not. Uh, if you have any music that may not be heard, do it again. But as they say, any music that may not be heard, folks. Any music that may not be heard. Yeah, there is none. <laughs> there just is none. Now that is what I call over the top. I hear not your friend. I hear you. Prithee, keep thy quillets. Yeah, I love that line. If the gentlewoman that like, I hear you. Tell her there's one Cassio and treats her a little It's true, though. She is stirring, sir. If she will stir hither, I shall seem to... Well, that's something that's great about Shakespeare's clowns, is that they always provide some irony to the play. <sighs> Indeed, they're incredibly witty. You have not been a Indeed. Ah, uh, Jason R. Wallace is Iago. I have made bold, Iago, to send in to your wife. My suit to her is that she will He's made bold to mess with your wife. Oh, I'm sure Iago's gonna love this one. Devise a mean to draw the more out of the way. That your converse and business may be more free. I humbly thank you for it. I never knew a Florentine more kind and honest. Good morrow, good Hmm, if you only knew. And here we have Mindy Raskinen as Amelia. The more replies that he heard to and this is actually the first act where she has a sizable amount of lines. <laughs> but last act, she was just kind of in and out. Yet I beseech you, if you think fit or that it may be done, give me advantage of some brief discourse with Desdemona. So you know we're already falling for the trap where we listen to our actors, because ah, good actors, yes. Speak your bosom freely. I am much bound to you. It's too bad Shakespeare never wrote a heist play. Oh god. <laughs> These letters give Iago to the pirate. Oh hey, something I directed. Him do my oh yeah. Sorry, which mission? I directed that last scene. Walking on the works. Yes. Send all hate mail to Colin at Shall we see it? We'll wait upon your lordship. 
Uh, Andy, it was nice having you. <laughs> that uh, is something that's interesting about Shakespeare is how these short little characters pop in and out and then they're never seen again. I will do all my abilities. Well, there was a lot more, but we blended them together. I warrant it grieves my husband. Indeed. These were his. Oh, that's an honest fellow. Do not doubt Cassio. But I will Man, they really think Iago's honest. That's a bad idea, folks. Sound yes, madam. Whatever shall become of Michael Cassio? Shame he's not a politician. True servant. Oh god. <laughs> we'll get into that later though. That's another tragedy. You do love my lord. You have known him long. And be you well assured he shall in strangeness stand no further off than in a polite distance. Aye, but lady. That policy may either last so long, or feed upon such nice and waterish diet, or breed itself. All right, this is your scene. Your turn to talk. I being <laughs> yeah, I, I've fallen into the trap once again, just listening. Forget my love and service. Do not doubt that. Before Amelia here, I give thee warrant of thy place. Assure thee, if I do vow a friendship, I'll perform it to the last article. My lord shall never rest. I'll watch him tame and talk him out of patience. So, oh, we forgot to mention this. This is Karen Hamer as, uh... Desdemona. Desdemona. Everything he does with Cassio's suit. Therefore be merry, Cassio, for thy solicitation... I love how they basically decide they're going to scheme against all the stuff that Iago has tried to put in place. And then in the very same scene, he undermines anything they had begun. I am very ill Indeed. for my own purposes. Well... Do your discretion. But that is what evil people do. They undermine uh, things. I like my bed. Ah, the elevator. Oh, nothing. Good old elevator. Or if I know not what. Was not that Funny, there is no elevator sound effects no. that sound sci-fi like. And so I had to kind of construct them. One of those is a computer panel. Really? One of them is a vacuum cleaner hose. Another one of them was a spaceship whoosh. Oh, I wonder where you got those. <laughs> so, it's kind of interesting what you can put together and make into something new. Well, that's kind of the amazing thing with sci-fi is sounds you hear normally uh, sound completely differently. Absolutely. Went he hence now. I see. So humbled that he hath left part of his grief with me. Well, pretty much every scene in this play sounds like they're inside a tunnel. Not now, sweet. Or the corridors of space station. Well, that's because our space station is made out of metal, you see. Yes, indeed. No, not tonight. Tomorrow dinner, then? I shall not dine at home. I meet the captains at the Citadel. Vincent Morrison is Othello, people. Indeed. <laughs> I almost forgot that. Yeah, How can I forget the lead? Sorry, who is the guy who plays Othello? Is, is he important or anything at all? Oh, he's just another character that kind of went along with Iago's schemes. What? He's got to go along? He ruined the ending! <laughs> Spoilers. What, Michael Cassio? There came a wooing with you, and so many a time when I have spoke of you dispraisingly, hath ta'en your part to have so much to do to bring him in. Trust me, 
I could do so much. So I just have to give props to Jason and Vincent for this scene and this entire act. The amount of lines they had was unreal. Yeah. Unreal. I thought I would. I thought it would never get done cleaning them. You should probably have a word with the writer about you know giving actors eighty lines in one act. It shall be full of poise and difficult weight. And fearful to be granted. I will deny thee nothing. Whereon I do beseech thee, grant me this, to leave me but a little to myself. I love how noble Vincent Othello is. Farewell, my lord. Farewell, my Desdemona. Good yes, indeed. He has a hint of it, but he puts up this great facade of nobleness. Whatever you be, I am obedient. Excellent wretch! Perdition catch my soul, but I do love thee. And when I love thee not, chaos is come again. Oh, he is so tortured. What dost thou yeah. say, Iago? Did Michael kiss you when you wooed my lady? Know of your love? He did, from first oh, no. to last. Schemes began to unfold. Why ask? But for a satisfaction of my thought, no further harm. So I'm really torn. I... When I first I read this play, I was convinced that this scene oh, yes. was my favorite. Uh, <laughs> but when you're mixing it, it's not its not a fun scene to mix. It's just one of those where the plot really begins to shift. Um, and in retrospect, I'm, I'm thinking maybe the uh, Cassio drinking, dr drinking scene may have been my favorite. Oh, that's because you didn't direct it. <laughs> Hey, I had to direct uh, Act 5, so I also had a lightsaber battle. True, but I had all the ones up till then. <laughs> this is this is also true. What is not life? And when I told thee he was of my counsel in my whole course of wooing, thou Christ in thee... Wait, lightsaber battle. Isn't there a blaster shot in that one? Uh, spoilers? <laughs> yes, there is. Yes, yeah, it's like I adapted this or something. My lord, you know I Surely not. For I know thou full of love and honesty, and waste thy words before thou givest them breath. Therefore, these stops of thine. No, if if people had only seen the uh, script you did for Act One, he totally changed the script around so that it it read like a sci-fi play. Oh, because that was just just the sound effect cues, guys. For yeah, it, it was nice. He he even changed the scene headings. I think so. Oh, Which, so it'd be like interior spaceship. Yes. But that helps when you're when you're directing a scene because um even though I didn't direct a scene in that act um you read stuff like that and it, it puts a different mental picture in your mind. Well, that's kind of what we're in the business of mental pictures because um especially in this play all of the scenes are like in the castle. Another room in the castle. Another room in the castle. <laughs> yeah, actually, I think the major spots we have are corridors, quarters, and, uh, an aberratium. 
which is kind of what replaced the courtyard, but it's an, it's an oxygen factory. <laughs> kind of neat on space stations. So you'll have winds through the trees. If you hear those, you're in the oxygen factory. conspire against thy friend, Iago. If thou but thinkest him wronged, and makest his ear stranger to thy thoughts. I do beseech you. Though I perchance am vicious in my guess, as I confess, it is my nature's plague to spy into abuses, and oft my jealousy shapes faults that are not. It that your wisdom of course, cues like that, I'm sure, were helpful so on the stage. Just because you're you're limited in what you can do there. Whereas in audio drama, you're pressured to do more, to go bigger. Well, I mean, think about how small a Shakespearean stage would be. It'd be literally a box for you to perform on. And, well, everything else was painted in the mind of the audience. Right. Since this and this is that, so... It's one of the reasons why it's been a lot easier to have a Shakespeare audio drama is because we can... Betray that. Except for when the characters start talking about visual things that you cannot translate to audio. Oh my word. Yeah, that's the fun part, though. That cuckold lives in place who certain of his fate loves not his wronger. You know, I have to. I, 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 if you, any of you guys have done Othello in an academic setting, the Green Eyed Monster line is probably one of my favorite themes in Othello. But riches fineless is as poor as winter to him that ever fears he shall be poor. Good heaven, the souls of all my tribe defend from jealousy. Why? Why is this? Thinkest thou I'll make a lie of jealousy? To and once again, we're listening to the actors. Fresh uh, how dare we? <laughs> how dare they? Stop being so good, guys. Seriously, this is an order. Stop. 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 Where virtue is, these are more virtuous. Nor from mine own weak merits will I draw the smallest fear or doubt of her revolt. For she had eyes and chose me. No, I love how even now he still, still wants to defend her. And on the proof... Well, let's be honest, with what we know of Desdemona's character and their charactership, their uh, relationship, sorry. Absolutely. I would honestly have a hard time believing someone like Iago. Because the play never gives any context for why he's so honest. He just is. Well, it's always established beforehand, though. That's kind of one of the reasons why we we don't want to trust him, but we know he's dishonest. Until, you know, his betrayal is revealed, there's no reason to believe him otherwise. Absolutely. Their best conscience is not to lift undone, but keep unknown. Dost thou say so? She did deceive her father marrying you. And when she seemed to shake uh, and, and then act one becomes relevant. Dun-dun-dun. Why go to them? 
a she that's so young could give out such a seeming to seal her father's eyes up... And scenes like this, folks, are just another good reason why dramatic irony is one of the most powerful writing tools there is. Uh, nah, I don't think dramatic irony is the most powerful. Good writing, on the other hand, was always stayed well, clear. It, it's definitely one of the most powerful. They're all at their place, they all at their place. <laughs> this is absolutely true. I am to pray you not to strain my speech to grosser issues, nor to larger reach than to suspicion. I will not. Should you do so, my lord, my speech should fall into... What's amazing in the writing construct, though, since we're talking Iago. about that, is how Iago is pushes boyfriend. Othello into, lord, you know, a mindset of jealousy by telling him not to be jealous. I do not think Reverse psychology. Long live she so. Does wonders. And long live you to think so. Yeah. And yet, how nature erring from itself. Aye, there's the point. As, to be bold with you, not to affect many proposed matches of our own clime, complexion, and degree. Where do we see in all things, nature tends... Fuck. One may smell in such a wheel most rank, foul, disproportion... Uh, and here starts, uh... Um, Iago's, oh, I forget what, what the grammatical term is for him, but he interrupts his sentences with other sentences. May fall to match you with her country forms and happily I really should disclaimer, I am not an academic in any stretch of the imagination, so don't ask me how I wound up doing this. Leave me, Iago. My lord, I take I don't consider myself one either. As a matter of fact, when I started working on this show, I knew very little about Shakespeare. Yeah. But you quickly learn. You, you quickly learn the the ropes of the different plays. Yeah, we know nothing. <laughs> We're going to try to bring this to other people who know nothing. <laughs> and now you know why we just listen to the actors. Uh, I really love this piano piece. You shall by that perceive him in his means. It's very in relaxing. Fact, Note, if your lady no, it's relaxing with the sinister undertone. Well, yes. Yes, indeed. Much will be seen in that. <laughs> good job, Good, good poetry. <laughs> Let me be thought too busy in my fears. As worthy cause I have to fear, I am. And hold her free. I do beseech your honor. Fear not my government. I once more take my leave. This fellow's of exceeding honesty, and knows all qualities with a learned spirit of human dealings. If I do prove her haggard, though that her jesses were my dear heartstrings, I'll whistle her off and let her down the wind. Well, he definitely knows some things about human dealings. <laughs> Happily, but I am black and I you know, he knows how to manipulate them. That's a fact. Also, I'm declined into the veil of years. Yet that's not much. She's gone. Actually, you would probably be hard-pressed to find a more manipulative antagonist in any any other media. I mean, they they exist, but there's just something about the classics. Oh, give it to your anger. Prerogatives are they less than the base. <laughs> Tis destiny unshunnable, like death. 
Even then, this floor oh, this piece is just perfect, though, for the inner turmoil of Othello. Be false. Oh, then heaven mocks itself. I'll not believe it. The return of the Hello, elevator. Dear Othello, <laughs> your dinner and the generous islanders by you invited do attend your presence. I am to blame. Why do you speak so faintly? Are you not well? I have a pain upon my forehead here. Faith heads with watching. Twill away again. Let me but bind it hard. Within this hour it will be well. Your napkin is too little. Let it alone. Come. I'll go in with you. I am very sorry. The setup of the elusive napkin. Oh, the reference to it. Thereof. <laughs> this is true. And it's hard to hear, but she actually does drop it. Indeed. I am glad I have found that's that's always napkin. a difficult balance to find with a this was her first a drag or napkin, someone dropping it and hearing that in audio. Well, and it's a small one. It's not like this huge cloth, you know. Yeah, it's not a big tarp. Right. Otherwise, well, we'd have one of those. I'll have the work taken out. And give it to oh, I love this music piece. He will do it that heaven knows, not I. <laughs> I nothing but please his fancy. No, don't what do it, Amalia! Do not you chide. I have a thing for you. Oh, a thing for me. Oh, the double entendres. Uh, dun dun dun. I have a foolish wife. <laughs> oh, is that all? What will you give me now for the same handkerchief? <laughs> what handkerchief? He's so degrading. <laughs> and yet they play off really well together. Which so often you did bid me steal. Stolen it from her? No, Faith. She let it drop by negligence. And to the advantage, I be. Well, and it's kind of funny. Um, we, we wound up with uh, Jason and Mindy playing off of each other in... Uh, much ado. And then the same thing happened with Othello. True. And it, it kind of stands to the testament of how completely diff good actors they are, because their characters are completely different. Absolutely. Be not agnonant. I have use for it. Go, leave me. A little less frustrating for Jason. This play. And let him find it. Trifles light as air or to the jealous. Confirmation strong as proofs of... No doubt it was more work, though. Oh, my. I do, something. I do not envy these guys. <laughs> Dangerous conceits are in their nature's poisons. Which at the We're sorry. Blame the writer. <laughs> True. It's not his fault. <laughs> Burn like the mines of sulfur. So. But it's so worth it for the end product, guys. It is so worth it. Absolutely. All the drowsy syrups of the world shall ever medicine thee to that sweet sleep which thou owedst yesterday. Look where he comes. Ha! False to me? Why, how now, General? I love that music change. Avant, be gone! Well, it's it's abrupt and it's it quickly changes the tone. Indeed, which was what I was going for. And you disguised it underneath the uh, sound effect cues, which is nicely done. Well, thank you. 
That's always a hard thing to do when you have an abrupt switch like that. And um, in Shakespeare in particular, the scene ch the scene tones change quickly, anyways. Indeed. Um, so anytime you need to switch music, it's it either has to flow into another piece or it has to be disguised very well. So. So, well done. I, 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 as someone who knows how hard that is. <laughs> Farewell, content. Farewell, the and troop and the big walls that make Well, and like I've said about the music before, it it helps when the music is so great. <laughs> Indeed. When you're working with great music, you can do great things. The royal banner in all quality, pride, pomp, and circumstance of glorious war. And oh, you mortal engines, whose root... And I suppose we should just give a shout-out to, uh, Alan, if he's listening. Uh, thank you again for letting us use this music. Oh, indeed. This show would be nothing what it is without it. Absolutely. Give me the ocular proof. Or by the worth of man's eternal soul, thou hast been better have been born a dog than answer my wakened wrath. Is come to this. Make me see it. Or, at least, so prove it, that the probation bear no hinge nor loop to hang a doubt on. Or woe upon thy life. Uh, my noble lord, uh, if thou You won't like me when I'm angry. Me, <laughs> never pray more. Abandon all remorse. On horrors I wonder what his secret is. <laughs> to make heaven weep, all earth amazed. For nothing canst thou to damnation, and greater than that. Oh, Grace, oh, heaven forgive me. Are you a man? Have you a soul or sense? God be with you, take mine office. Wretched fool that livest to make thine honesty a vice. That's a nice, uh, a nice thing that, um, Iago starts mentioning. Subtly to Othello uh, from here on is, are you a man? Are you a man? Thou shouldst be honest. I should be wise. If for honest is a fool and loses that it works for. By the world. I think my well, it's amazing how little things like that mess with people psychologically. I think that thou art just. Even in real life. I think thou art not. I'll have some proof. A name that was a you know, Marty McFly gets decision. ticked off when someone calls him chicken. <laughs> you know, I think that joke is older than both of us. It is. Congratulations, folks. I was I yes, congratulations, young folks working with old I material. I meant everyone listening. Oh. And may, but how? How satisfied, my lord? Would you, the supervisor, grossly gape on... Mm, another music shift. Death and damnation! Oh! It were a tedious difficulty, I think, to bring them to that prospect. Damn them, then, if, if ever... The elusive I egek mugat. Oh, that's so elusive here, right? <laughs> How, then? What shall I say? Where's the satisfaction? It is impossible you should see this, were they as kind as goats, as hot as monkeys, as soft as wolves in pride, and fools as gross as ignorance made drunk. But yet, I say, if imputation 
and strong circumstances, which lead directly to the door of truth, will give you satisfaction. You may have it. Give me a living reason she's disloyal. I do not like the office, but... And here's the turning point, ladies and gentlemen. Mmm. Pricked to it by foolish honesty and love. The very reason I love this scene. <laughs> I lay with Kessio lately, and being troubled with a raging tooth, I could not sleep. Also, there, there's there's something mildly disturbing about this whole scenario. Okay. <laughs> One of this kind is Cassio. In sleep, I heard him say, Oh, this part. Yeah, yeah. Let us hide our loves. And then, sir, would he grip and wring my hand, cry, Oh, sweet creature, and then kiss me hard. As if he plucked up kisses by the roots that grew upon my lips. Then laid his leg over my thigh and sighed and, and kissed and then cried, A cursed fate that gave thee to the more. Oh, monstrous! Monstrous! And nay, this was but his dream. But this denoted a foregone conclusion. Tis a shrewd doubt, though it be but a dream. And this may help to thicken other proofs that do demonstrate thinly. Tear her all to pieces. Hey, but be wise. Yet we see nothing done. She may be honest yet. Tell me about this. Have you not sometimes seen a handkerchief spotted with strawberries in your wife's hand? I gave her such a one. Twas my first gift. I know not that. But such a handkerchief, I am sure it was your wife's. Did I today see Cassio wipe his beard with? Oh. If it be, mm. Which is funny, because didn't this scene start off with the handkerchief being seen? It speaks against her with the other proofs. Oh, How much of a sense of time? <coughs> Oops. One is Good point. Poor, too weak for my revenge. Now do I see it is true. Look here, Iago. All my fond love thus do I blow to heaven. Well, he obviously wiped his beard with it and then gave it back to Destiny. From thy hollow cell. <laughs> Yield up, O oh love, thy crown and hearted throne to tyrannous hate. Swell, bosom with thy fraught, for tis of aspect's tongue. Yet be content. Blood, blood, blood! Patience, I say. Your mind perhaps may change. Never, Iago. Like if you just push him a little bit further, he'll hulk out. I see current and <laughs> of course. Nair feels retiring ebb. But keeps due on to the Propontic and the Hellespont. Even so, my bloody thoughts, with violent pace, shall ne'er look back, ne'er ebb to humble love, till that a capable and wide revenge swallow them up. Now, by yond marble heaven. Anyone else getting chills? I'm getting chills, guys. <laughs> in the due reverence of a sacred vow. I here engage my words. Do not rise yet. Witness, you ever-burning lights above, you elements... You, you say that, but uh, it actually is chilling when you're mixing Witness stuff like this. <laughs> and you have to hear these words over and over. <laughs> Eventually the meaning starts to get ingrained in your brain so much that <laughs> it does give you chills. I greet thy love. Not, with Not in a bad way, just... But with no, you're just overly familiar with something. Indeed. Instant, put thee to it. 
Within these three days, let me hear thee say that Cassio is not alive. My friend is dead. Tis done at your request. But let her live. Damn her, lewd minx. Oh, damn her. Come, go with me apart. I will withdraw to furnish me with some swift means of death for the fair devil. Now art thou my lieutenant. I am your own forever. Which is, I think, yeah, that was uh, Iago's goal originally, as stated in the first act, to Rodrigo. So he made Cassio over himself. So. Right. Oh, oh, this is my scene. Yay! Why, man? Christopher Gilstrap again. And for one to say a soldier lies is stabbing. Go to. Where about to see? <laughs> to tell you where he lodges is to tell you where I lie. Can just, anything be just kind of like one of those dinner theater stuff, you know, where it's just, you know, who's on first? Can you inquire him out and be edified by report? I will catechize the world. And Desdemona just, she plays along, but she also outplays him. Seek him, bid him come hither. Tell him I have moved my lord on his behalf. And hope all will be well. To do this is within the compass of man's wit, and therefore I will attempt the doing it. Where should I lose that handkerchief, Amelia? Well, I love bits like that anyways, because it shows that Desdemona has tagged. <laughs> and there's not there's not very many scenes that show that. Indeed. Well, it's also, um, it also relies very much on the actress, because, let's be honest, if... You don't handle a lot of Shakespeare's women raw well. Uh, they don't have that level of power that they always seem to do when they're performed pr properly. So good job, Heron. Uh, Karen. I'm tired. I can't talk. Give me your hand. This hand is moist, my lady. It yet have felt no age, nor known no sorrow. This argues fruitfulness and liberal heart. Hot, so what? She uses voice. lotion. This hand of yours requires a sequester from liberty. Fasting and prayer, much castigation, exercise devout. For here's a young and sweating devil here that commonly rebels. Tis a good hand, a frank one. You may indeed say so, for twas that hand that gave away my heart. A liberal hand. The hearts of old gave hands, but our new heraldry is hands. Not hearts. I cannot speak of this. Come now, your promise. What promise, Chuck? I have sent to bid Cassio come speak with you. I have a salt, and sorry room offends me. Lend me thy handkerchief. Here, my lord. That which I gave you. I have it not about me. Not? And the music change. That is a fault. That handkerchief did an Egyptian to my mother. Mmm, such good music. <laughs> I remember the major irony of this scene, because he's talking about this handkerchief that's been enchanted. Uh, going back to Act 1, um, Brabantio kind of at charges uh, Othello with using some sort of enchantment to ensnare his daughter. So here, technically, Othello admits it. Uh-oh. 
when my mm. would have me wife to give it to her. I did so. And take heed on't. Make it a darling like your precious eye. To lose or give it away with such a perdition as nothing else could match. I love things like that, though. They add more layers to previous events. Indeed. Oh, and it's, you know, if you're paying attention, it makes sense. So. In her prophetic fury sowed the work. Worms were hollowed that did breathe the silk. And it was dyed in mummy, which the skillful conserved of maiden's heart. Indeed, is true. Most veritable. Therefore, look to it well. Then would to God that I had never seen it. Ha! Wherefore? Why do you speak so startlingly and rash? Is lost? Love how the music gets darker as it goes on. Is it out of the way? Which is perfect for this. Say you? It is not lost. But what and if it were? How? I say, it is not lost. Well, and again, pieces like this are very driving. So I can, sir. Indeed. And scenes like this definitely benefit from a driving feel. Fetch me the handkerchief. My mind misgives. Come, come. You'll never meet a more sufficient man. A handkerchief. I pray. Talk me of Cassio. A handkerchief. The man that all his time hath founded his good fortunes on your love, shared dangers with you. A handkerchief. In sooth, you are to blame. Away. Is not this man jealous? I ne'er saw this before. <laughs> sure, there's some wonder in this handkerchief. I am most unhappy. Jealous? No. Shows us a man. Not at all. All but stomachs, and we all but food to eat us hungrily, and when they are full, they belch us. Yeah, I gotta <laughs> love the number of takes I had of uh, Mindy going, How now, good Cassio? What's the news with you, madam? My former suit, I do beseech you that by your virtuous means I may again exist. And be a member of his love, whom I, with all the office of my heart, entirely honor. I would not be delayed. If my offense be of such mortal kind that nor my service past, nor present sorrows, nor purposed merited futurity can ransom me into his love again, but to know so must be my benefit. So shall I clothe me in a forced content and shut myself up in some other course to fortune's alms. One has to wonder if Iago went around after the fact and was bragging to him about being the lieutenant now. <laughs> no, 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 because it's probably a secret. Possibly. Because Cassio doesn't seem to acknowledge it either. Let that oh, the irony of that statement. Angry? More than for myself, I dare. Can he be angry? You know, I kind of one of the things I'm not gonna miss about these scenes with like five people in the same room is the panic. Is the panic? Oh boy! I will go meet him. There's a scene in Act Five, I believe it is. And there's about six characters in the scene, seven, six or seven, at the same time. 
demonstrable here. I mean, that's that's a panning nightmare. <laughs> Let me see, seven characters. So you've probably got. Um, so you expanding on a three, so they're fifties. Oh wow. Well, so you've got a character at 70, 50, 30, 0, 30, 50, and 70. Well, here's the funny thing. Two of them are on a bed, so they have to be, like, within 10 degrees of each other. Or thereabout. So, uh, <laughs> uh, the, the wonderful world of directing. Indeed. Heaven it be state Blocking is fun. And no conception or no jealous toy concerning you. Alas the day. I never gave him cause. <laughs> but jealous souls will not be answered so. They're not ever jealous for the cause. And then there's the scene links. Jealous, for they are oh my. Jealous. <laughs> Tis a monster begot upon itself. Born on itself. Heaven keep that monster from Othello's mind. Lady, amen. <laughs> I will go seek him. Cassio, walk hereabout. If I do find him fit, I'll move your suit and seek to effect it to my uttermost. I humbly thank your ladyship. Save you, friend Cassio. I'm Bianca, by, played by Stefania Lintonbaum. with you, my most fair Bianca? If they sweet love, I was coming to your house. And, I and this is such a great music choice here. What? Keep a week away? <laughs> Seven days and nights? Uh, I can't remember which song this is. And I directed this. Uh, it's been a while. You know what? I know the answer to that. It's from Prophelizus. If I could uh, pull up my list. I have this while with leaden thoughts impressed. But I shall, in a more continuate time, Strike off the score of absence, sweet Bianca. Take me this workout. And I, I'm really glad that I timed that music cue to when he takes out the handkerchief. Yes! Um, fractal piano. Die, of course. I should have guessed that. Fractal piano is the name of this piece, guys. Check it out. It's a good piece. We should probably mention that you can pick get any of the music we've used for this act for your own purposes and iTunes listening this uh, at elaine.bandcamp.org spelled A L L Y N A Y L A H N. You can spell and I can't. .org. It's a more um, English. Ized version of a French word, so. I'll see you soon. Or at least that is what I'm told. <laughs> yeah, don't ask me. I don't know. <laughs> I took Latin. That was a mistake. <laughs> oh boy. So, uh, well, there's an angel. I can talk to it, and then that. Oh. <laughs> oh, Brunendro. And Brian Reed. Featuring the voice talents of Vincent Morrison as Othello, Jason R. Wallace as Iago, Karen Hamer as Desdemona, Dave Morgan as Cassio, Mindy Rast Keenan as Amelia, Christopher Gilstrap. <laughs> All right, well, great to, uh, to have you here Bianca, this month. And Andrew Bundy as the first. Uh, I think next month I technically qualify as your assistant. Yeah, sort of. <laughs> 
Um, uh, let's see, guys. You're credited as a co-director, so. Now that's the matter, right, guys? Oh, credited as assistant. We should probably fix that. Yeah, no biggie. Shakespeare theme by Pavel Zook of pavelzook.com. Well, when you direct a 30-minute scene, you're basically a, a co-director anyways. <laughs> True. But, That's a good point. We forgot to mention, you made the, uh, you broke my record. How dare you? Holy cow. Well, you broke the previous record with the same play. <laughs> True. So, this is why I'm retiring, folks. <laughs> Othello, the record breaker. Uh, Okey doke. Alright, bye folks. Adios. Da 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 da.